Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. And we welcome you into Believe Me right here on Stadium TV. I am Cam Rogers. And as always, I have zero idea what I'm betting on here this weekend. But thankfully, I have Brandon Lang, brandonlang.com, legendary handicapper with me alongside Clay Harbor, former NFL tight end, fourth round selection back in 2010, sports analyst as well. Gentlemen, hello. You're making me sound old, Cam. Like 2010, (laughs) you have to bring that up, man. We're getting to the draft. I had to mention it. You're 36. You blink, you're going to be 40. And blink, you're going to be 50. So enjoy these next four years because as somebody who just turned 60, people are right, man. Older you get, faster it goes. Nothing you do, it slow it down. Bada bang, bada boom. Be laying this. And I'm clinging on to my 20s. Yeah. We need that encouragement. You can aspire to look like me at 60 because you saw me. I am ripped and shredded for 60. I met a girl in the grocery store and literally she's like 41. And I just came from the gym and literally just got in conversation. And I I told her I was 60. And she says, there's no effing way you're 60. I said, yeah, I'm 60. She says, there's no way. And so I pulled out my license and I handed it to her. She goes, oh my God, you look great for 60. I said, thank you. And then it happened to another girl at the gym who's promoting a new product of a, it's a massage, a cold massage place that they're opening. And, it, and, and she said, let me work on your shoulder. And she worked on my shoulder and literally, um, I said, not bad for 60 and, and she didn't believe it either. So it's been pretty spectacular working two years to get in this kind of shape and then to have people respond that I don't look 60. So Clay, you have something to look forward to, but you, I listen, think- good work, man. Clay shredded. Good work. I mean, Clay, if I look like Clay when I was 36, oh, it's, it's Mike Tyson over first round, but all props to Clay. <laughs> I'm not from now on, on this show, I'm no longer calling Clay Clay. I'm nicknaming him now, Joey Guns. So, Joey Guns, let's get ready to roll this Woo! week. Love Great. that. Let's chat. My man, Joey Before Guns. we start, I think I have to say we are the pinnacle of attractiveness in our age bracket. Me in my 20s, Clay in his 30s, and you got B. Lang in the 60s. Like, look at us. We're fantastic looking. Okay. Let's get into the analysis and what the people actually want to hear, and that's what to bet on here. And we're going to start in the NFL, and we're going to start with Brandon Lang talking about Carson Wentz. Bet Online has odds right now for Carson's next team as we go forward here in free agency. Just one season with Washington, Brandon. That cut saves $26 million on the salary cap for the commanders. The Chiefs are the favorites right now, 3-1, to one, interestingly enough. The Bucks four to one. They just signed Baker Mayfield, though. Raiders plus six fifty. Panthers plus seven hundred. Falcons plus seven hundred. Bills plus seven hundred. So it seems like Vegas is like, okay, this guy's going to be a backup somewhere. Brandon, what do you think about Carson Wentz and his future? If Andy Reid can turn Chad Henne into a great backup quarterback, he can get the current turnover machine we all know is Carson Wentz never saw a forced pass into forced coverage that he didn't like Andy Reid can turn this guy around and it's amazing to think that this guy literally was a knee injury away against the Rams from probably taking the Eagles to the Super Bowl and winning the MVP to now a garbage 
garbage quarterback who should be working on the sheep farm of that quarterback that was taken by the Niners in front of Tom Brady, who I guess works on a sheep farm. I guess get the two of them together because all they're good for is shearing sheep. Joey Guns, your thoughts. Clay? I like that. Uh, I like that B-Lang. And, you know, Andy Reid was the coach that drafted me. He does a really good job with quarterbacks. I mean, you can go back and see what he was able to do with Michael Vick in his second go-around. And then, obviously, Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, like you said, Chad Henney. Chad Henney was my quarterback in the Jaguars. I'm a big Chad, Chad Henney fan. But he looked a lot better in Kansas City than he did was when I was on the Jaguars. So I think he can have a great time backing up. Patrick Mahomes. And you remember Alex Smith. Alex Smith was playing his best football under Andy Reid before he had that crazy injury. So I like where your head's at with the Chiefs. And I also think the Bucks is another option. The Bucks, obviously Tom Brady retires. You got Faker Mayfield, I think is what his name is. So you need somebody behind Faker to uh, just in case the, the, the Faker you know doesn't perform. So I think you'd be a good chance, a good shot to play in Tampa Bay behind Baker, Faker, Mayfield. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I'm with you guys on the Chiefs for sure. Take it easy on Baker because when he flew out to Los Angeles and signed with the Rams, I believe it was a Thursday night game. They were playing at home and they went on a 97-yard drive to win it. I can't remember who they were playing. I had a monster play on the Rams that night. And Baker leads them to the TD on the go route in terrible coverage. I can't remember who it was. So let's take it easy on Baker. Never saw I don't know uh, how this guy keeps getting jobs. I literally, uh, you can't, if I said this before, go on YouTube and watch Baker Mayfield running from the cops at Oklahoma. It's hysterical, man. All-time highlight. It's hysterical. But anyway, there we go. Okay. Chiefs are the favorites, three to one. I'm with you guys on that one. Kind of a dark horse, though, if you will. The Panthers, plus 700 if they draft C.J. Stroud. Maybe you want that veteran quarterback behind him just to teach him up a little bit, but we'll see what happens there. Okay, PJ Walker's gone. PJ Walker's in the Bears, so that's a good yep. that's a good call. Yep. All right. Next segment. First defensive player to be drafted. And we're gonna go to Clay Harbor on this one. Will Anderson, heavy, heavy juice on this one. Heavy favorite, minus three hundred. Tyree Wilson, linebacker out of Texas Tech, plus 300. Jalen Carter's on the board, plus 375. DT out of Georgia, had a rough go at Georgia's Pro Day. Clay, looking forward to your thoughts on that. Miles Murphy is 22-1, defensive end out of Clemson. Clay, do you just ride with the favorite here and Will Anderson, or do you see somebody else coming out of that pack? You can't go wrong with Will Anderson. I mean, you turn on this guy's tape. I mean, he, he looks like a reincarnation of Von Miller. He had a successful pro day, ran a 4.60, uh, high 4.5. You know, he showed why he is a guy that should be taken first. But, you know, Jalen Carter at, at plus 375, I think there's an opportunity there. If he can go on these pre-draft visits and he can talk to these teams and let them know, like, hey, this is what happened in my pro day. This is what happened with my legal run-in with the law. I had nothing to do with, with what happened with my teammate. And he can really explain away a lot of the reservations about him. And then he has a chance to be that number one defensive player pick. I mean, he's got the most talent in this class, hands down. You turn on the tape, he's unbelievable. Poor pro day, obviously some poor decisions, but I think he has the most talent. And if you want some value, I think Jalen Carter's your guy. Yeah, Brandon, can you go there at minus 300? Is it worth it at this point or is there some value elsewhere? You know, when you start dating women in their 50s, um, throw cuddling out the window. 
They want you to bring the wood. That's all they care about. And sometimes <laughs> you got to lay the wood. Sometimes you just got to bring the wood and you lay the wood. And in this case right here, you bring the wood and you lay the wood with Will Anderson. <laughs> Because you're not going to take a chance on Jalen Carter in this spot based on the character defects we're seeing, no matter how much of a talent he is. Um, and there are plenty of examples in the NFL of guys that have had unbelievable talent that have washed out because of character issues. And it becomes a very big focal point in this day and age in the NFL than it was in the past. So Will Anderson, mortal lock winner to be the first defensive player drafted. Mortal Lock, $300 to win $100. Will Anderson, first defensive player to be drafted. I'm with you guys on that one. Probably won't go too crazy with my bankroll, but I will ride with the chalk with Will Anderson. Okay, let's talk about my guy, guys. Lamar Jackson, and the odds are out as we stand for his next team, if it is not the Baltimore Ravens, okay? The Ravens did franchise tag him, so that does, in theory, buy the party some time to negotiate here all the way into June. There is some buzz that he will play on this tag, however, but still, let's say he goes somewhere. You've got the Colts as the favorites right now, 2-1. to one. Patriots are 3-1. to one. Lions are 6-1. to one. Dolphins, 8-1. to one. Falcons, 9-1. to 10-1 to one for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Brandon, what are your thoughts here on Lamar Jackson and his next team? Well, having caddy for Jim Mercer at Riviera Country Club in L.A., and Jim was my regular there for my last year there before the movie came out. We're talking 0-2-0-3. Um, if you've spent any time around Jim Mercer, um, he uses the word pardsy a lot. What's up, pardsy? How you doing, pardsy? How you doing? Good to see you, pardsy. That's his big word, pardsy. And uh, he would like nothing better to call Lamar Jackson on the phone and say, come to Indy, pardsy. Let's get you rolling, pardsy. Uh, new coach from Philadelphia, the offensive coordinator, you give him Lamar Jackson. What he did in the Super Bowl with Jalen Hurts, that's the fit for me. Um, plenty of money to spend here. Um, it's the Colts, or he's going to have to re-sign. But, but, but Ursay will open up a pocketbook, especially since Andrew Luck went bye-bye. The struggle that they've had at quarterback is driving that franchise crazy. Lamar fits. Lamar's the answer. Financially, it fits. So if, ba if Baltimore wants to match what the, what the Colts are going to open up the checkbook for, it's the Colts are bust. Clay, the Colts are no strangers to free agent quarterbacks. Matt Ryan, Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz. Do they go for Lamar here? You know, I don't like agreeing as much as I have been with B. Lang, but I, We're think, all getting he's along. Right here. I think he's right here. You know, I don't like it. But I think he's right. I think the Colts are the move. The, the Colts, they found themselves out in the cold, man. They, you know, they waited too long, and, and they didn't make the deal with Chicago. So now the, the Panthers jumped up. They're going to take Stroud. The Texans, I mean, you know, you know they're taking Bryce Young. Okay, then somebody, maybe they, maybe they like, you know, maybe they like Richardson. Maybe they like Levis. I don't think so. I think they realize they're going to have to break the bank, and they're going to have to go get their quarterback. If they want to compete with Trevor Lawrence, this guy's one of the most talented quarterbacks we've had in, in generationally. And the Jaguars, if they don't want the Jaguars to roll off two, three, four, five division titles, they got to go get Lamar Jackson. He's only 26 years old. Ursay has the cheddar. I think he's willing to use it. I think Ursay is in talks, and he's trying to figure out how he can get Lamar Jackson. That would solve a lot of their problems. I agree with B. Lang, the Colts. 
I think I agree with you guys, too. I mean, I think Lamar is going to play on the Baltimore Ravens, but if he were not to, then maybe the Indianapolis Colts there. We're in trouble if we're all agreeing here, all right? So let's try to disagree. Let's get into some March Madness here. I tell you what, I'm I'm impressed with Texas, man. I really am. I just, Chris Beard put a team together. That guy has come in as interim coach and done an unbelievable job. How they've not offered him uh, the job yet, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> Houston and Miami is going to be a great game. Um, but I'm still going to stay with Houston. I just, like I said, um, with Sasser being healthy, I just think they're the they're the team to beat. I really do. If it's not them, it's going to be te- it's going to be the winner of Texas Houston. I believe they meet in the in the final four, um, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but I don't have the bracket in front of me. Um, <clears throat> so I, I, Houston's in the upper upper region. I think they do play Texas in the Sweet 16. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, and I think. Uh, UConn's dangerous at nine to one. That's pretty good value um, with the way they're playing right now. And then the sleeper is San Diego State. As crazy as that sounds with the defense that they're playing, if they beat Alabama, if they upset Alabama, I'm telling you, that team is going to be tough to beat. If San Diego State beats Alabama, don't be surprised to see them win the national championship. They're the best defensive team left in this tournament. They lock you down, so be careful. But my pick is the winner of Texas and Houston. So Texas, Houston, great value there. Ride it. And if San Diego State take a shot with them, because if they beat Alabama, they have a chance to win it all. So I like what, I like what, uh, what Brandon Lang is saying again, but uh, I think Alabama and Brandon Miller are going to have something to say you know, about that. But, uh, you know, I like my long shot is Gonzaga. You know, they've been to, to eight straight Sweet 16s. They've never won a championship. I mean, it has to happen eventually, right? So I think Gonzaga, Drew Timmy, if you want some value, a team that's not, nobody's really picking, I think there's a chance there. I like Creighton, too. Creighton's got five players averaging over 10 points a game. Trey Alexander, I mean, he can just fill it up. I mean, he's a guy that can just fill it up, and he's a guy that's going to be playing – you know, in the NBA. And then my overall sleeper would be Arkansas. I mean, Arkansas, Nick Smith, Anthony Black. These are two lottery draft picks here. These get Arkansas has some lot and they're, they're, they're so low when it comes to the expectation. I think Arkansas could surprise some people. You can't say they don't have the talent. They have lottery picks. So I would say my first sleeper is Arkansas. Then I like Creighton. Then I say Alabama has a good a good chance here too. I'll tell you what, I didn't even read off the odds for Arkansas because I did not expect you guys to mention them. Big tilt against UConn, obviously. We'll see what happens for them going forward. Okay, good stuff there, gentlemen. Let's talk about the NBA now, Brandon's favorite topic here. But we have to pick some games. We have to track these records, of course. I'm still 0-3. So let's talk about the Bucks and the Nuggets playing on Saturday night, the Bucks coming off a game against Utah. The Bucks won this previous meeting, 107-99. Nuggets uh, having plenty of rest here. Last game was Wednesday against Washington. So, Clay, we're going to start with you here on this one. What's the move? Well, the Nuggets have won their last two after going one of their last five before that. So I think they're on a little bit 
of a streak here. The, you know, the Bucks have won four of the last five. The Bucks are 52-20. and 20. The Nuggets are 49-24. and 24. These are two big-time teams, one from the East, one from the West. But I'm going with I'm going with the Bucks. I think I think this is a good matchup for them. I think that they you know they're still in the they're still in the fight. They have to make sure they get this number one team. Denver pretty much has the number one seed locked up, so I don't think they're it's as important for them. So I think the I think the Bucks are going to take this one. Giannis, I think you got Drew Holiday, Lopez, Middleton. Grayson Allen, I know B Lang like Grayson Allen back in college at Duke, so I think that uh, I think that I'm taking the Bucks here over the Nugs. B Lang, I can't stand Grayson Allen. Period. I just, <laughs> he's such a worm. Um, and, and, and my boy Josh Oppenheimer, who's an assistant coach with the Bucks and, and got himself a, a championship ring, and his story's literally unbelievable. Um, how he got to the NBA. Um, but I'm not a fan of Denver. There's just something nice, nice win on on Wednesday night against the Wizards on the road. But um, I just don't, I just don't like what I'm seeing. They just you 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 either lose with the Bucks before you try to win with Denver. Just with the way Milwaukee's playing, Middleton's healthy, um, and when and, and he's the key. If Middleton's healthy with Giannis. They're they're going to win the NBA championship, and nobody's going to stop them. And it's that simple. And uh, they're a beast right now, with everybody healthy. I'm going to go with the Bucks. Okay, we're going to ride with the Bucks on this one, Lang. What's the line going to be? Do you think? Uh, Denver minus okay. one. <clears throat> Basically, like think about this: the Bucks were minus two and a half at Sacramento. I imagine Denver will be one pick them somewhere near pick them okay. game. Pretty, pretty confident. All right, that. big tilt there on Saturday night. Also for this one, 76ers and Suns. 76ers coming off a game against the Warriors, so a short trip for them. Not too long ago, the Sixers were on an eight-game win streak, gentlemen. The Suns have lost five of their last six, at least at one point. They do have a game against Sacramento on Friday. Brandon, we go to you for this one. What do you think? Just keep going against Phoenix. <clears throat> Jumped out to an early lead against the Lakers on Wednesday night. Um, fourth quarter, lack of depth. Lakers pulled away. I think they won by 10, covered the covered the two and a half. Until Durant gets back, just keep going against Phoenix. You're going to make money. I mean, who cares if they cover one game? Just be consistently going against them until Durant gets back. You're going to be up money. Um, so give me give me Philadelphia. In this Clay, spot. Brandon is saying fading Phoenix is profitable. What's the move on your end? I I can't go against them there either, man. I mean, they like you said, they're one they're one in their last of their last five. I mean, this team just got beat by LeBronless Lakers, and the game wasn't even that close. And the Seventy Sixers, I I know they just recently split with the Bulls, but before that, they had won eight straight. Embiid did go out with an injury, so I don't know how serious it is. He's got a little calf strain, but he should be okay. He should be be able to play, and I just don't see how they're going to stop Embiid. And this Sixers team is the best team in the NFL, in the NBA, in my opinion. So I think I think Lang's right. Sixers by a million. It's, I don't even think it's going to be close. And you know, Shake Wilson, like some of these guys have really been coming on. I think Harden's got to get going again. But the Sixers have a great opportunity to win a championship, and I think they're one hundred percent going to going to cover against the Suns. Word of caution: James Harden dealing with an injury right now, multiple injuries, I think. So we'll see how that factors into this line for this game. But 76ers. 
Suns, no KD, give me the Sixers, whatever that line is. I'm with you guys on that one too. Maybe we'll disagree on this because we have time. We can talk about it. First overall pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. We've talked about it before. The updated odds. CJ uh, Stroud is minus 165. Bryce Young, plus 165. Anthony Richardson is chalk-ish, plus 450. And Will Levis, 42-1 to be the first overall pick. Clay, <laughs> is it CJ Stroud or bust at this point? Well, I think it's CJ Stroud. Yeah. Yeah, yeah consider his pro day. I mean, his pro day was phenomenal. And his size, the way he threw the football, uh, the way he moved. It was a cherry on top of the Sunday from the Georgia game in the semis, which was a travesty that they didn't win. Harrison gets hurt. Harrison didn't get hurt. Ohio State's your national champ. So, um, yep. for me, it's he locked it up this pro day. He okay. locked it up. Done. Steal it. Lay the wood. Here we go again. Bring the wood. Lay the wood, baby. Bring the wood. Lay the wood. I think he's right, man. I think it's C.J. Stroud. I mean, you look at the size, the history of the Panthers and their coaches and what they like. They like big quarterbacks. I don't think they've ever had a quarterback under six foot two, and it's something they want. They want a big, tall quarterback that can throw the football. I like Bryce Young. I just don't think it's going to happen. Anthony Richardson, if you want to, you know, if you want to go for the gusto, and you know, maybe there's been rumors that they've they've really liked Richardson. I don't think he's ready. I don't think the film shows you the guy that's doing everything he's doing on the on the track at the combine but i do like anthony richardson if you want to go for the gusto but in my opinion cj stroud you take the shirt thing in my opinion that cheap cj stroud cj stroud what hurts what hurts anthony richardson wait for it ready this hurts him a lot wait for it jamarcus russell uh, oh <laughs> are you hearing comparisons no, I'm just saying that with such a bust, Russell threw the ball 90 yards at the combine. Al Davis went cuckoo <laughs> for Cocoa Puffs. I think he scored one on the Wonderlick test. It was it was just as brutal as anything ever that you take him number one because he threw it 90 yards and he didn't. I mean, just, so yeah, uh, he might be hurt by that a little bit. I listen. I think he's going to be fine. Two three years, he's going to be fine. But definitely comparisons to Jamarcus Russell with the talent and not much experience uh, is going to hurt him a little bit. Let's lay the chalk. Minus 165, C.J. Stroud. I'm locking that in. We got along well on this show today. Gentlemen, maybe we'll argue some more next week. This has been Believe Me right here on Stadium. For Brandon Lang, Clay Harbor, I am Cam Rogers. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.